welcome to Storytelling. This week's guest is a human thriving coach with a deep love for the ocean and sustainability. He has a mission to inspire 100 million people to take individual and collective action for the ocean by reaching to their hearts and reawaken humanity's connection with the ocean and the planet. Please welcome Leonardo Zangrando. Hello Leonardo and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Debbie. Thank you for inviting me. It's great being here with you. Leonardo, let's start with talking about your coaching career, because your coaching is very specific. Yes, absolutely. I coach leaders to look beyond their horizon, beyond what they achieved so far. And I've seen for myself, I'm 57 and around 40, you get to a point where you feel, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm breaking everything, I'm doing great. But then you ask yourself, okay, what next? What happens next? And it's a moment of kind of you feel lost, perhaps. And there is so much potential in each one of us that goes well beyond uh, what we believe we can achieve, particularly going into insight mode rather than willpower. In fact, I really focus on helping people who have made a career or a position out of willpower, which is super important. I want to get there. I will do whatever it takes. You know, like the coaches that shout all the time, yeah, yeah, you can do it. That kind of thing. It is very helpful, but you get to a point where you need to look somewhere else and that's where I help people look into. And one of the things that you help people do is develop a sense of a greater calling or a deeper connection with the world around them. Exactly. It's deeper connection with the world around them but most importantly with the world within them, with the inner voice with the inner wisdom that we all have and too often we forget we have and we tend to focus on the outside, which is the the willpower side. I had to do, I had to push strong to get that result. But then if you look inside, within yourself, you can find, I help people create a clear space within where they can really listen to what is their true calling coming from within. And then it's very interesting to see that when you listen to yourself, listen to your inner calling, then all of a sudden you are much better connected to the outside world, but in a different way. Not receiving it, but being part of it. And this is really powerful and allows you to get to much, much greater heights, which are in a different space, if you want, of what you were used to before. This is something that you're able to demonstrate because you've discovered your greater calling because you're about to 
sell solo around the world? Yes. So this is how I got there. I asked myself, okay, well, I help people get to their greater calling, but what is mine? And so I, I followed the same process. And what came up for me is a number of things. One is I love to help people get their best, which is what I do as a coach. Two, I really feel that we are one and the same with the ocean, with the planet. And we need to get more awareness around this. And third, I love the ocean. I love the sea. I've been sailing, swimming, diving since when I was a child. I come from a family of seafarers. So the sea has always run in my veins. And my greater calling is a combination of two things. One is, is very personal, which is I really want to do this solo sailing around the world because I want to be connected deeply with the ocean and with the planet. And sailing around the planet is a way for me to feeling it all in one big embrace or being embraced by the planet. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's reciprocal. And this is personal. But then there is another perspective, the perspective of humankind. I want to help people get the best of their lives and I want to help the planet survive <laughs> our presence and really help people understand that we are one with the planet. So there is also a message that I want to bring uh, about with the uh, solo sailing, which is one is I'm going to sail with a fully sustainable boat. So it's a message of sustainability. You can be sustainable in the things you do and you can find ways to be sustainable. The boat is going to bring on board scientific research. So how can I multiply my impact by adding and doing things that will cost me zero, but will have an impact. And this is another example of how people can do something for the planet. And then I want to create a series of events on the lines of TED Talks. Actually, I've been organizing TEDx Talks for the last two years on ocean sustainability. I want to create a series of events and talks around ocean sustainability by getting the voices of the people of the countries that I will visit during my sailing and hearing what people do for ocean sustainability. In fact, action for me is the keyword for awareness around ocean sustainability. But you can't just be aware of the problem or of the issue. You need to take action around the issue. So a series of events on actions taken by people around ocean sustainability. And then finally, a documentary. A documentary also focusing on action for ocean sustainability, what people are doing around the world for ocean sustainability, how this is changing, how this is affecting the ocean. And we always with the spirit or aim to inspire people to action. This is, I would say, the, the key word, inspiring people to action for ocean sustainability. Can we go back to your early childhood? Because you mentioned that your family of seafarers, what differences have you seen from being a young boy, being amongst the ocean or the sea compared to what we are experiencing now? Is there a difference? Oh, there's a massive difference, which I came to see 
late in my life, I would say in the last 10 years, our environmental consciousness started quite some time ago. When I was a child, there were already writers who wrote books about how we are affecting climate, how we are affecting the planet. But until recently, we never realized that the ocean could not take it all. In the past, even sustainability advocates would not think of the ocean as something that can be affected by us. The ocean is so big that we kind of all took for granted that it will be there forever and it will take everything we throw at it, which is not the case. <laughs> and now we see that by changing the ocean with our with the effects of our presence on the planet and our consumption and our burning fossil fuels and so on, we see that we have changed and we are changing the big regulator of this planet. It's the biggest regulator of climate, which affects all our lives. And it's the big regulator and we are messing with it. We have been messing with it for too long. And now we see the consequences because it's such a big mass of water and it's going to be very difficult to reverse the effect that we took and that we created on the ocean. But we have to do something and we can start by realizing that we are one with the ocean, as my message of sailing around the world, and that if we consider the ocean as part of ourselves and us as part of the ocean and the planet, we can change our habits, our behaviors, so that we can slow down and then reverse our currently negative impact on the ocean. You just mentioned that the ocean is a big regulator. What do you mean by that? Well, from the physical standpoint, the ocean is a big mass of water that has a certain temperature and accumulates heat and then releases it. It's a place where a lot of oxygen gets generated by phytoplankton. Actually, much more oxygen is generated by the phytoplankton present in the ocean than the oxygen that is generated by the big rainforest, Amazon rainforest. And we are all aware of the Amazon rainforest. We are not aware of the effect of the ocean on oxygenation of the air that we breathe. And temperature, as I said earlier, temperature means climate, means how air masses move and how hurricanes develop and how all the things that affect our daily lives change. And this is all regulated by the ocean and by its temperature, salinity, and so on. And ocean level, sea level, sea level is <laughs> it's an obvious measure of how the ocean can affect our lives. The sea level rises, our lives will be sorely affected, particularly of course, the cities on the coast, but then it kind of cascades inwards because people will have to move, displacing millions of people, if not billions of people, uh, because the seawater rise. So it's a regulator and it's also affecting our lives in many ways. So what have we as humans done to the ocean? And what can we do differently now? So as I was saying earlier, we have considered it as a place that can take it all. 
we have dumped in the ocean millions of tons of waste, of plastic, of pollutants, uh, chemicals, uh, you name it. And it was just there. Someone in the oil industry that I met uh, a long time ago, they considered the ocean as a blue basket or the blue dump bin. So they, they would call it the blue dump bin. So where, where shall I put this rubbish? Oh, put it in the blue dump bin. <laughs> so we, we really considered it as a place that, well, you can drop things and whatever. This is one, one side. What have we done or not done? And then we have been overfishing for long, destroying habitats, destroying equilibrium and balance in habitats, and reducing or destroying entire populations of animals, which is, I mean, it's a resource that, that's been completely depleted. We've been treating the ocean as we had treated land thousands of years ago when we were still hunters-gatherers. We were just gathering. We've, we've been and we are mostly just gathering resources from the ocean without managing these resources. As we learn on land to do later on, where we understood that we cannot just take and wait for stuff to regrow, but we have to manage the land. Now we have to manage the ocean. We have to manage the way we get resources from the ocean. It's much more difficult than on land because it's very difficult to enforce the rules. But we are doing something. Yeah. We start to control fishing. We start to control trolling. Trolling is another horrible thing we, are, we have been doing to the ocean. Trolling is a, is a fishing practice by which you have nets that uh, drag on the sea bottom and take up everything they find. And this affects the sea floor and destroys life. So, yes, we've been thinking, it takes it all. We've been thinking we can take everything from it without uh, paying back. And now we see that we have to change. And we have to change the society, uh, industries. Industries have to rethink the way they, we uh, get value from the ocean. But we as individuals need to be aware of the impact on the ocean and on the planet of all our actions. Every single action has or can have an impact, positive or negative, on the ocean and on the planet. We need to be aware every single action counts. And... Uh, there are consequences for every action we take. So let's try to take actions that have positive consequences and that help the ocean and the planet first survive and then thrive again. And not just because we want to help the planet, but, be, uh, but because we want to help ourselves. I'm guessing that as well, an another consequence, whether people want to care about it or not, is that it also enters the food ecosystem as well in terms of the fish that people eat on their plates they would have been polluted by all the things that we have thrown in the ocean as well yeah yeah absolutely we have chemicals we have plastic now we have microplastics floating around the ocean and being ingested by sea creatures fishes and then it ends up 
in our food chain and actually ends up inside us. Now, there is evidence that we have microplastics in our bodies. Now, what's the effect of microplastics on the long, on the long run within a body? We don't know. And we will discover it, unfortunately. Hopefully, nothing bad, but uh, I, you can't just live on hope. <laughs> uh, we need to reverse this. So, Leonardo, when do you set sail? So, the idea is to set sails in late 2024 for the Austral summer. So, 2024-2025, October, probably September, October and sail for approximately eight months. So it's going to be a long sail. My dream is to do it non-stop. So another idea is creeping up of doing it uh, with stopovers. So stopping in different places around the, along the route where to run uh, these events uh, with local people who are doing something for the ocean. So to showcase actions being taken around the world uh, for ocean sustainability. What are the top three things that everyday people can do to help with sustainability? Okay, that's the, the million-dollar question because there are millions of things that we can do. And actually, I would not suggest three things that people can do and have everybody do those three things as much as which are the three things that you, Debbie, or the listener or the audience, each one of us can do to have an impact? And everyone will have their own. There are some that are obvious. Reduce plastic consumption, reduce consumption in general, reduce uh, or, or eliminate uh, uh, fossil fuels from our lives. Now, I just bought a property and I'm thinking to make all heating electric or with some kind of heat pump or whatever to avoid burning fossil fuels. Everyone will have their own story. We really have to realize that there are some things that are unescapable. One is fossil fuels, eliminate consumption. And some people will say, oh, I can't eliminate. Okay, do with as little as you can. Another is plastic, particularly plastic that then gets into the ocean. So reduce plastic consumption. This is more generic, but be aware of the impact of every single action that you take. Because every single action that you take has an impact on the ocean and on the planet. Leonardo, you have certainly given us food for thought. Hmm. I want to thank you for your time on this podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It's been great. And I'm very happy to see and meet people like you who are doing something, an action, a real action for uh, sustainability. In your case, by spreading the voice and, and having people like me interviewed on your podcast. So thank you very much for what you're doing. If you would like further information about Leonardo and to support his efforts while he prepares to sell solo around the world, then please follow the link in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs>